Hello and welcome to episode 87 of The Critical Twits, where we take a look at Netrunner's brand new Most Wanted List 2.0 with its banned and restricted cards. Hello and welcome back to The Critical Twits. I'm Brian Ennis. And I'm Aaron Ravinsky. And we're going to be talking about Netrunner again, Aaron. Oh. Why are we talking about Netrunner again? Oh, because there's more news. More, more news! More things have happened. Yes, yeah, so a few weeks ago we did our... We talked about rotation. Yeah. Which was brought forward. Yeah. In time for Worlds and other such sundry things. Yeah. Then Core 2.0, the brand new Core box set for brand new players. Mm-hmm. And to confuse old existing players like us, <laughs> uh, was released. Uh, was well, it was mentioned. It wasn't released, but it, we've been told what's in it, etc. Yeah, and it's become the new thing that most people are playing to. And again, will be in effect for worlds. And then straight away after that, the new most wanted list came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for those people who are noobs and are following us. Uh, because of our slight noob focus, although we're we're kind of losing that because we've been playing for so long. And, yeah, I forget what um, it's like. Yeah, we did we did start doing a guide to the various factions, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, but then we were like, well, rotations coming up and things are changing, and then everything's changing. It's yeah. become really difficult. But we'll probably go back to those now the meta's settled down. Yeah, or true. if anyone else has any ideas for new player or you know intermediate player content they'd like to see us do like to see us see us talk about hear us talk about see us play on the channel we do videos sometimes mm. uh let us know we'll do it yeah promise mm. pinky swear <laughs> i won't fuck uh, <laughs> do it on my own in a cupboard uh, a cupboard yes. of catholic guilt <laughs> just the sound of my tears hitting the floor as my rosary breeds clap together <laughs> Netrunner. Yes. Uh, yeah, so things have changed a lot. So we kind of, last episode, we don't normally do two Netrunner episodes in a row. We tried to talk about Netrunner once a month or so. But last episode, we talked about the new core box. This time, we're talking about the most wanted list. Mm-hmm. The most wanted list then, Aaron. Mm-hmm. What was it and what has it become, just for those who are new? That's what I tried to start saying a minute ago. Yeah. Okay, so the most wanted list was a list of cards that most people wanted in their decks. <laughs> I, mean, I love your way with words, sir. That yeah. is both exactly right and devoid of useful information. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, there were cards that essentially were deemed to be broken, I suppose, in some format. Too, too powerful. good. Yes. yes. So what they would do was introduce an extra influence cost onto them. Uh, range from one to three. It started off it they just cost one extra influence yeah. and then the last iteration yeah, it was tiered it was one to one to four, yeah. one to three, one to four one one to lots. Yeah. I mean that one didn't even last very long. No. Um so if you were buying it out of faction, it would cost you extra influence. If you were buying it in faction, it would cost you the additional influence. Yeah. So rumour mill at plus one influence would cost yeah, it was three. So, in the end, in the end, it didn't even matter. <laughs> no, it really didn't. I milled so much. <laughs> I milled so far. But in the end, I couldn't find agendas. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, so rumour mill would cost, 
if you were Anarch, it cost you nothing normally. If you weren't Anarch, it'd cost you two influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it was put on the list at plus three, it would cost three influence for Anarch, so it wouldn't pay that initial two, and it would cost five for anyone trying to sneak it in from outside, which meant that you didn't really see it outside. Yeah. Because it was deemed to be really, really good. Ironically, mostly because it shut down Jackson Howard, who's <laughs> now been killed yeah. in an accident. Uh, and we go over now to NBN News for the latest scoop. Dun, 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 dun. He did! Dun, 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 dun. And now for the weather. So, yeah, so that was the most wanted list. It went through this kind of a bit of extra influence and then it was like tiered bits of influence. Mm-hmm. It affected corpse, it affected runners, it was for both sides of the game. Yep. Uh, but it didn't really stop those cards. I think was the problem. No, it limited them to some extent. Yeah, but because the Netrunner card pool's so big, there's lots of ways of making sure you can find those cards now, generally. Um, And so people just kind of got creative and played around it. And I think what happened was you ended up spending your influence on those other cards and you had no influence left to do something a bit funky and a bit quirky. So it was actually kind of... We talked last week about how the meta of Netrunner had stagnated. Yeah. I actually think it wasn't its intention, but inadvertently the most wanted list was maybe contributing to that. I suppose it emphasised the cards that you wanted to put in by giving them an extra fancy number. Yes. Yeah. So it's now October 2017 and we have a new most wanted list. Most mm. wanted NAPD, most wanted version 2.0. It's effective... Either from the 10th of January this year or yep. from the 1st of October. I'm going to go with the 1st of October. Yes. Because otherwise we've American. played a load of illegal games. Cool. Yes. <laughs> but they've changed. Would you say October 1st, 2017? or we'd, we'd say the 1st of October, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. If you're American, right, let us know. <laughs> Would you say... It's the 1st of October, or it's October 1st. Because if it's October 1st, or it's October 2nd, yeah. 3rd, whatever, you know, the other numbers are available. <laughs> um, I can understand, but it just doesn't... I don't understand why they're the other way around, and it confuses it's, me. It's genuinely... Ooh, same. Gonna, learning, learning time, everyone! Put on your processing hats. Okay. There, there was somebody who... You've done the fucking finger thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going to know what I mean. <laughs> Every time he... Um, watch... <laughs> watch Neon Genesis or a clip from it. Just look for a guy in white gloves. That's, that's what I'm doing right ah, now. Okay. Um, yeah, no, there was... I cannot remember his name, uh, but when America was seceding from the British Empire, and understandably, we were wankers. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was somebody in particular who was very focused on changing a lot of things, including language and date format, in such a way as essentially just to give a f- middle finger to the way the British language so was written. So it's just been moved around just to be shitty? A little bit. It was okay. also moved around slightly because he thought the rest of the American populace was stupid. He genuinely thought they were just too stu- stupid to be able to use English as written by the British. So he dumbed it down. Oh, is that like where they take, took the took extra a, letters out of words? Yes. Because there's obviously a tax yeah, yeah. on them. Yeah. Um, or ink. I mean, ink. Ink was expensive when you used to have to hand yeah, squeeze yeah. it from your own ink squid that yeah, you kept yeah. in your bath. So, <laughs> you know, it made sense economically, but he, he was a bit, bit, 
bit of a tool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. So, excellent. Well, I learned something. So, still, still, you know, send us a message. Let us know how you'd say dates. Because it's lonely here at the Critical Twits. <laughs> Just me and an angry cat most of the time. So, we've gone to something that is both brand new and really old mm-hmm. at the same time. <laughs> so, it's new to, to Netrunner. Yeah. But it's been used in card games oh, since my grandfather's grandfather was but a sperm. I think it was first introduced in Cribbage, where they banned the uh, 15 card, which is why you don't see them anymore. That's true, I've never seen a 15 in Cribbage. (laughs) Fuck it, you're full of knowledge today, (laughs) dude, this is amazing. So, a lot of card games have banned and restricted lists. Yes. um, Which is the route that Netrunner has gone down. Now, we talked again last week about how we got a brand new Combine Harvester, known as Michael Boggs who leads the game and <laughs> digs up fields I wonder if he played Pogs um, <laughs> really late here and I'm a bit tired we don't normally do two episodes back to back No. so any incoherent gibbering is entirely the fault of Kronos god of time <laughs> and the moon floating in the sky like yes. a balloon <laughs> a slice of pizza pie I'm poetry <laughs> at you yeah derailing myself so we have a, a, a list of cards that have now been banned from the game now last week we talked a bit about how essentially when they came up with core 2.0 they banned a loads of cu- loads of cards without actually calling it a ban mm-hmm. so precedent was set about seven days before <laughs> this so you know maybe you should have seen it coming yeah but there's a shitload of cards that are now not available mm. and then you have also have a restricted list yeah where you are where if you have one card you can have when i say one card you can have a play set yeah so up of to that three, card up to generally. three um yeah up to its maximum number of copies but you can't have another card another a different card from <laughs> that list as well in your deck now the banned cards are generally, you assume, they're not banned, they're removed. Okay, there they're banned. Yeah. Um, they've been taken away for being like well too good in that, right? Mm-hmm. And are just problems in and of themselves. The restricted list is those cards that are good or okay or even a bit shit, but in conjunction with something else, combine to be really, really horrible. Yeah. So... You know, you can kind of see why why they've got the two tiers. Mm-hmm. You're trying to break up combos but leave space. Mm-hmm. Or you're getting rid of stuff that's just dominating the meta, if you like, the, you know, the, the overall big game. Yeah. So I thought we'd start with the corporation. We'll do the removed list first. Yeah. And then restricted. And then we'll go on to removed runner and restricted runner. And then we'll have a chat at the end. I mean, it'll come up as we go along because yeah. these things all interlink. You can't talk about a Netrunner card on its own in isolation, really, because Netrunner is a complex game where cards interact yeah. all the time. Uh, you know, they're like mingling at a party in that. Yeah. What the fuck am I saying? I don't know. Yeah. So the great cocktail party that is Netrunner, the bouncers have come in and removed um, from 
the the list they've removed from the corp side they have removed clone suffrage movement mumbad mm-hmm. city hall friends in high places and senses actors union mm. now two of those cards immediately stand out to me as yes yep i get that um answers write your answers down at home and we'll compare in a second no i can't do countdown too hyperactive um Two of them I'm not so sure about. So the two, yeah. what are the two that you were like? I can see why they're there. Friends in high places. Yes, definitely. Yeah, and Sentai Actors Union. Yes. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could completely understand. Sensi, those. like Sensi. talky. Okay, yeah, because it's yeah. a movie you can sense. Uh, sexy porn, <laughs> as opposed to the unsexy porn that had come before. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's awful. Some people don't like porn. Completely unarousing. Yeah. Some those people, jiggling wet bits. Jiggling wet bits. It depends on what sort of porn you watch, I suppose. Really, really desert-based porn tends to not be very wet. It's very dry. If watching a pornographic adaptation of Frank Herbert's Dune, <laughs> then that would be wasted moisture and possibly some kind of crime. <laughs> yes. Um, well, Karen, yeah. are you wet? Because I will have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't probably keep that... Um, yes um, so we'll talk about them first yeah uh, friends in high places uh, terminal um, operation uh, install up to two cards from the archives paying the costs um, but it for two credits turn. but it's the end of your turn but you only you just play it on the your last turn yeah, yeah. Um, recursion seems to be disappearing we talked a bit about how multi-access was going away and yeah stuff that insta-killed and ended the game very abruptly was going away we're losing I feel recursion is being yeah it's like nerfed a bit Deja Vu went for instance in Core 2.0 we're losing that ability to keep using the same cards over and over again where you might have one copy of a key card and a way to find it and then a way to keep pulling it out of the bin and using it again Um, it feels like they've tightened up both ends so it's hopefully not going to drag on for quite as long in those senses and it's not going to be ending so soon so there's a sort of a standard there are some cards out there that are very expensive to trash and not that expensive to res that Mm. are good cards that if you could just keep pulling it out the bin it's an absolute pain in the backside yes now I think Friends in High Places kind of definitely had its day during the era of um, Parasite Cypher what we refer to as the dark and very warm age because there was no ice yes mm, that's such toasty times completely <laughs> ice free uh, times in Netrunner um, because ice was just getting chucked in the trash all the time mm. and I can see why at the time maybe it was like a solution but now I mean Jackson's gone Jackson's the ultimate recursion card yeah um, so you know reducing down on that it's just so good I mean I it's only it's one influence mm-hmm if there is no if there is no increasing that it has it has to go I yeah think. It, it does again it's one of those cards I think I included install one deck. card would I mean you know a friend in one high place that does that thing once for mm. two credits is still quite good yeah I'd pay two for that yeah, yeah. and an influence does it need to did it need to be more influence you could still have it in every HB deck Maybe. And HB is asset spamming to fuck with Estelle Moon at the moment. Yeah. And then you trash it and then you get it installed again and yeah. 
keep pulling Estelle out. Yeah. In fact, it, it feeds Estelle because you're installing the cards. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's maybe you know it's the the links that card. Yes, yeah. yeah. It, it was it was time for it to go. Yeah. yeah. Um, since the actors' union, uh, when your turn starts, draw like a whole bunch of cards. Look at them, put some of them on the bottom of your deck. Laugh. Yeah. Make get your combo pieces really quickly. Yeah. Etc. Etc. Put the agendas out of the way for a while while you're getting set up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hide, basically, hide your agendas and get the cards you want. Yeah. Um, they seem to be embracing flood. <laughs> that seems to be a thing that they're genuinely like bringing it back. Yeah. Yeah. And allowing yeah. like the runners to access the like, hand a lot easier. So you've got to run with what you've got a bit more. It's like this recent thing. What the young people are doing, Aaron. Drugs. No, they did that in my time as well. Oh, like, okay. Like I grew up in the in 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 the 90s yeah and so we looked at old fashioned haircuts very short at the side and big on top looked like walnut whips yeah, yeah. yeah we laughed at that Morrissey right looked like a twat yeah, yeah because he had one of those haircuts and he used to like bob around and think he was cool yeah all the kids have got walnut whip haircuts they all look like Morrissey <laughs> all of them now yeah every single one I work with children legally and <laughs> Like, not like socially I don't work with them but you know I'm paid money to be near them um, <laughs> and to my eyes you know, my jaded late 90s eyes it's like where's the spikes where's the baggy jeans lads um, <laughs> it's 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 weird yeah um, but they're bringing it back and it's shit but it's back <laughs> and you've got to deal with it <laughs> um, and Sensi's really helped with that so I think it's a they're trying to balance the game a bit yeah, yeah. I mean, should Netrunner be a game where the Corp and the Runner, as they sit down, have equal chance of winning that game? Oh, that's quite difficult. Should it be balanced? Should Should I mean, Netrunner yeah. aim to be balanced so that? And it, I mean, it depends I've, on deck choices and player skill, but but ideal. The, yeah, yeah. It's a fifty-fifty game. Yeah. Corp isn't stronger than Runner. Runner isn't stronger than Corp. They both have equal yeah. chance of winning yeah, that yeah, game yeah. when you sit down. At which point? Has it been that way? No. I don't think. I think it's probably been a little bit more balanced towards the core. There are a lot more... I think it's been balanced more towards the runner, and that's why there's a lot more runner cards on these. Well, there's three more removed runner cards. No, yeah, no, you're right, yeah. I'm Um, thinking probably a little bit earlier. I'm um, up to date with my But I think that something like... I think it has been more runner based, but they seem to be nobbling the the core as well. And I think they're bringing back probably Corp's major weakness, mm. which is having a shitload of stuff you need to get done. Yeah, L- lots of agendas, and it's, it encourages you to play risky things, jamming an agenda behind a single piece of ice and trying to score it because you've got no other choice. Yeah, yeah. Dishing it in archives and hoping that they don't run it. Um, Lots of stuff actually that you do in Core Netrunner when you first start. Yeah. And then when you open yourselves up to the wider pool, you're like, I don't need that skill anymore because there's cards that get round it. Yeah. Actually, no, there aren't as many anymore. Which should level the playing field off a little bit. Yeah. For newer players, hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so I, I, I agree. With, I can see why those are on there. Mm-hmm. I have used both of those cards quite a bit. Mm hmm. Because they're good cards. Yeah. Just looking at Mumbad City Hall. I'm having to look Mumbad City Hall up. I've seen it. I've never really sort of registered as being it. particularly 
click search R&D for an alliance card reveal it and play or install it tutor and instant play mm. it's really good yeah it uh, cost one to res three to uh, score uh, three three to trash uh, one influence Wayland card that's a Wayland card it's a Wayland card registered. yeah yeah uh, you, you have to find an alliance card but there's alliance cards in lots of things, and there's, mm. there's some good alliance cards out there. So in theory, you could res it and then pull out three cards that, that are exactly what you want yeah. in a turn. At which point, it doesn't matter if that then gets punched in the face. Um, I think it's just doing too much. Yeah. You find the card. You play it. Play it. And you get to, yeah, you get to find the card and do it straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked again last week about slowing the game down I think it's the thing that slows the game down yeah uh, by getting rid of it um, I can't remember it being a huge I've never really seen it played that often but Wayland isn't played that often yeah, I, mean, I know it's only one influence but we have to say we don't we don't travel as widely as maybe some of the other podcasts you might listen to yeah. which is why we tend to take a noob focused approach mm-hmm. to what we do um, but it seems quite good um, and then again another card that I think is there to because of this dislike now of easy recursion mm-hmm. and again this might be a case of because you got rid of Jackson Howard let, let's really double down on not having the recursion because yeah. otherwise is it something that people then just immediately Moved pull out instead, yeah um Clone suffrage movement. When your turn begins, you may add one operation from archives to HQ if there's no ice protecting this server. Yeah. Now, there are ways to make it unpleasant to kill it. Yeah. Without putting ice in front of it. Uh, Or you can have it installed and then just flip it over, pay you one at the end of your opponent's turn and then pick up that card that you desperately need. You pull out your biotic labour and then you install advance, 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 advance. Yeah. <laughs> Many advances. Uh, your three, three, two, or whatever it is you've got. So yeah. I can, I could see why. I don't. Yeah, it's not one that I've got. Oh, that's really, really, really horrible. I mean, maybe people out there have had really bad experiences with it, but yeah. it's not super horrible. No. It's. it's I mean, archive memories is still a thing, but then, uh, I mean, archive memories takes a click. Yes. There's a hefty cost involved with yeah. it, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, I'm just imagining clone suffrage movements sat there with a black level clearance. So you install that on a clone suffrage, uh, clone suffrage movement. Res it for four. Mm-hmm. Whenever the, there is a successful run on this server, the runner must either take one brain damage or jack out. <laughs> yeah. If the runner jacks out, gain five credits draw a card and trash black level clearance but you could just keep pulling operations out of the bit you so you could have either i'm gonna have to take a point of brain damage or you can have infinite hedge funds because you just keep pulling the same hedge fund out and playing it every turn mm-hmm. so you'll get so i can see why that it could be prop. i'm really upset that i've only just thought of this <laughs> yeah but there are there you know there are ways to defend yeah, I mean, you, you clone can. suffrage movement in an IG prison deck where it's costing you a million credits to trash it because of all the face-down cards yeah. in archives. I think it has problematic interactions yeah, with, other, yeah. with other things. 
Um, that's probably where it's been horrible, actually, thinking yeah. about it. Um, there's probably a really obvious deck archetype that I'm missing that people will correct me for. And thank you, <laughs> you glorious pedants. Mwah. Um, <laughs> Did that sound, I didn't mean that to sound sarcastic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it actually came across as sarcastic. Oh, cool. Just using sarcastic words, but it's fine. Yeah, but I kind of meant genuine. It, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. No, don't don't mind being correct when I'm wrong. Yeah. If I'm not wrong, <laughs> or can't be persuaded that I'm wrong, then I get upset. <laughs> so that's the that's the removed list. Yeah. Um, are they meta-defining cards that break the game? don't think so. I think they've just changed the meta slightly. They're just very good. How do we think we're going to deal without them? Fine. It'll we'll be alright. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. yeah. Um. So, we then move to the restricted list for the Corp. Yes. The Corp is now only allowed to include one playset of each of these... No, of each. One playset of any of these cards and none of the rest. Yeah. So, we can try and spot the problems... <laughs> <laughs> that, that interact so you have bioethics association estelle moon who we've already mentioned mm-hmm. fairchild three global food initiative hunter seeker mumba temple museum of history and Obercarta protocol mm. what do you think about that list so you can still have them you just can't have them with lots of other mm-hmm. stuff. things yeah um i mean Estelle Moon's quite new. Yeah, now this is a this is a thing, isn't it? Estelle Moon's not been out very long no. at all. Um, and and off she goes. See you later, buddy. Well, I mean, you can still use her. It's not she's not gone gone. You know, she's just more limited in usage. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I, I really got... like her haircut. Yes, it's got nothing to do Very with talking efficient. about Netrunner. Yeah, I quite like her haircut. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why. Maybe it's a follicular jealousy going on. Yeah, quite possibly. Follicular is a word that may not be real. Global food initiative. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... Well, Global food initiative is really, really good. Yes, and um, it's one of those cards that appears in everybody's deck again. Yeah. So it might be nice to see it not appearing because they want to play with something else yeah. instead. I think global food initiative is pain in the ass when allied with Hunter Seeker. So global food initiative for the un- uninitiated... Try to do a thing, it didn't work. Uh, it's a 5 3 agenda, but when your opponent steals it, it's only worth two. Yeah. It costs an influence. Like, that's one influence. You have three of them. I put global food in so many decks. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the first things I bought that yeah. data pack. Is it a data pack thing? Whatever, whatever it's in was one of the first things. No, it's in one of the big, big packs. Yeah, I think, like, yeah. Need that. That needs to go in all my, in all my decks. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's really good, because you can include that have less agendas in your deck Mm -hmm. so you're less likely to have them stolen you've got more slots for good stuff but your opponent you can still force your opponent to need to steal four agenda cards to win whereas you might only need to score three which is huge it's a huge swing which is not necessarily bad in and of itself I think when it comes it becomes shitty with Hunter Seeker because you can almost afford to feed them a global food to set off your Hunter Seeker. Mm. Sometimes. Because yeah. you're never going to score three global foods. You might, but you generally score one and a couple of smaller ones or two and a smaller one. Yeah, yeah. Um, at most. Um, and it can be really... Dis- I mean, 
Pulling Global Food Initiative out is kind of like a yay but no moment for the runner anyway. Because it's kind of like a, here's what you would have won. Yeah. You could have had three points. But you're not. But you're not. And then you get your icebreakers destroyed by Hunter Seekers or whatever. It's Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's the maybe that's the thing there. Yeah. So that's the thing that happens. That might be it. Yeah. Fairchild is just really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really efficient. It's great cost. It, it's, I mean, three clicks to break it. It's really, really good. It, it really hits you in the face as well. And with the focus on buyer always now being a bit stronger because that's the core HP. Yeah, maybe. I just I think it's more the interactions. Yeah, where's it? What's it interacting with there? I'm, I'm, I must be. It might not dumb. be. Inter- I don't know if it's. Oh, I suppose getting it for two cheaper. Yeah, with the um, Mumba Temple. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's probably an undercosted ice. It probably yeah. should cost more. <laughs> yeah. Um, use these to res cards. Um, I think Mumba Temple and Museum of History is is mean mm-hmm. because Museum of History is letting you pull back cards. Museum of History, you know, pulling back a card that's been trashed. We've talked again, trying to reduce yeah. recursion trying to make it worthwhile for the, the runner to actually trash things. Yeah. And then going, well, I'll pull it back out and res it for free with my Mumbas. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds a bit sexy. <laughs> I'm going to res it with my Mumbas. So I can see that being like a really shitty combo to pull something out, mm. you know, pull out a pad campaign, res it for, you know, get a profit on it immediately. Yeah. Because you're not paying the full cost to rent. Uh, do 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 do. Um, maybe working with uh, with Fairchild. Maybe with Estelle Moon. Um, Estelle Moon and Museum is a bit, bit of a mean combo. Mm-hmm. Whenever you install a card in the server and it lets you install cards outside your thing, you get a load of money. Yeah. But then you're getting free money from members. Yeah, it might be a thing. Yeah. Bioethics association i really don't like that card um because it's the the cornerstone of a lot of prison decks Mm. um they res three of them at the start of their turn and do you three dam at the end of your turn and then do you three damage at the start of theirs um in combination with obercarta protocol which is on there as well i mean obercarta protocol you need to pay four net damage to steal yeah, as a five-three agenda, it's probably the most self-protecting agenda in the game. Yeah, the last Jinteki deck I built was based around Ronining you, yeah, forcing you, and then also on making it impossible for you to have enough cards in hand to steal an overcard protocol by the time you actually reached it. Yeah, that combined with bioethics, it could put you in a no-win situation, can't it? Yeah. So, um, makes sense. So yeah, one, one I can kind of see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Museum of History keep pulling bioethics out because um, you do it. Yeah, you just keep putting them into R and D. Museum yeah. of History actually only puts stuff back into into R and D, so it's not as bad as I thought. You still got a drawing and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but it's it's got. They're all good cards, and I can see some of the interactions. Maybe I can't see all of them. Yeah. Um, but I mean. Having Estelle Moon's Fairchild Threes Global and Global Food Initiatives in the same deck would be mean. Yeah. Um, with some histories and some member temple. Yeah, you, you know, you can be like, oh, it's all a bit scary. Yeah. 
I've had to change all my core decks actually looking at this yeah yeah so um, the Jinteki deck had friends in high places so that had to go my Scorpius deck that I built mm -hmm. um, between rotation and core no between core 2 and this <laughs> <laughs> these odd 5 or 6 day gaps between announcements yeah um, yeah my Scorpius deck had had remember the global foods and hunter seekers in so yeah. so yeah kind of see it yeah yeah, see it. yeah. Makes, makes perfect sense um, I totally understand it I think that just tones down court yeah I don't think there's anything that's too horrible no it's just in there. just tightens things is, up is me. there anything you think should be on that list not off the top of my head because no. they're all there's no IDs that have gone no because you could in theory put an ID and removed maybe yeah, restricted yeah. wouldn't do anything but uh, <laughs> well it would actually because you can't play this ID with, with any of the other cards in it yeah that's an interesting thought for the future isn't it yeah that could potentially work so that could be a thing so you can play this ID but you can't so you could put I don't know IG in but you couldn't have IG with Obercart Protocol and Bioethics Association and Global Foods yeah you could play Architects of Tomorrow, but you couldn't have Fairchild 2s. Yeah. Or you could just ban um, the Professor, just for shits and giggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meh. Don't know. Yeah. Um, I suppose yeah. they haven't been causing enough issues at the moment, but yeah. Yeah. But no, that's, that's all seems fair. Yeah, it kind of tones stuff down. I think asset spam is still a thing. Yeah. I think losing friends tones it down. I think combining infinitely recurring assets. Mm. It means you can with, ship your with way with the moon it. of chucking them back out. Yes, yeah. yeah, is is a bit harsh. Um, and then I suppose maybe Mumba for asset spamming and resing stuff, but who knows? It's the runner side then that's got the most interesting list here. I think. Yeah, it's the runner list that worries me. Yeah, so let, let's go through the removed. Not yep. banned. They're not banned, they're removed. Yep. You may not include cards from this section in your deck. You have Rommelon. I know, there's a lot of people going to be sad about that. You have Blue Moose. Yeah. Or Blowo Moose, <laughs> um, as it's known to my forebears in our language. Uh, Faust. Rumor Mill. Salvaged Vanadis Armory, Cypher, and Temujin Contract. Mm. Now, why does this worry you, Aaron? I've well, got a good idea, because we talked about it beforehand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's engage in some artificial banter for the sake of the people listening at home, on the bus, upside down in a pub toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Colin. Yes. Um, so, we mentioned the last set, with the Stellmoon, with the corpse sets, the corpse, that... This is quite new, new cards. Yeah, yeah, still moons. The moon is new. Yeah, but she's just been restricted. Mm. She's just didn't done something. Do you some think things. her friends call her Stella? Stella Moon. Stella! Stella! <laughs> but I Stella, hope you not. Know, yeah, Stella and Moon, it's a bit, it's a bit crap, isn't it? Yeah, it is yeah. a bit, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, but she's just been restricted because she doesn't play nicely with other things too well. That's fine. Yeah. You can still play with her, it's not wasted. Yeah. Blue Moose is practically brand new in in the comparison of data packs. Yes, things. it's it's a it's a baby moose. Yes, it's a mooselet. Yes, it is. What is a baby moose called? Babies. A moose. Well, no, like a baby cat is a kitten. Yeah. 
I think some animals just get called the same name because scientists got bored and not very imaginative. This is going to be some like, weird QI fact coming up now. A young moose is called a calf. Oh. So it's just a calf. Okay. It's, a bit, it's a bit bit of a leg, mate. So blue calf. Yeah, blue calf. So bat, a blow calf. <laughs> blow calf. I tried to work out what blue moose was a reference to, and I did a bit of a search. Rocky and Bullwinkle? Ooh. Well, there is a thing called blue moose staining solution, <laughs> um, which is... Um, well, I'll, I'll quote you. Um, it, it's made by Carafast, whose tagline is the ever-catchy reagents for the greater good. <laughs> it's a genuine thing. Real, oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's spelt the same way as well. Um, blue Moose Staining Solution is a colloidal Kumasi blue G250 stain that is at least two times as sensitive as other colloidal CBB stains. With protein electrophoresis gels, equilibrium staining occurs as the dye is converted from its molecular dispersed form to a large colloid that is precipitated, leaving the gel in a nearly clear solution. Gels can be immediately scanned and processed for mass spectrometry <laughs> without prior destaining. The sensitivity of blue moose staining solution is greater than gel code, and between silver and cypro ruby stains, Detecting as little as one nanogram or less. That's some science bullshit right there. One how many how many mini gels do you think you can stain with one litre of blue moose? How many mini gels? How many mini gels? Ooh, at least a thousand. Uh, forty to fifty, right? Oh, only forty. Did you 50. not listen about how they're um I know I got lost dispersed. In <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a word that works that I know what it means. Not science mumbo jumbo. Yeah, yeah. I mean oh protein electrophoresis does take a larger amount of stain. <laughs> so it's genuinely a thing, okay. but I don't think that's what it's well, referencing. Though. Okay. Um Yeah. But yes. There's a band called Moose Blood as well. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. <laughs> so <it's laughs> traffic. Trying to entertain people, <laughs> bringing a bit of science. Um, science fact, not science fiction. <laughs> as far as we know, it's fiction. It could be some <laughs> mad person may have made that. Um, yeah, so Blue Moose is very new. Is very what new. We were going yes. with that. With that, as is, um, or as 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 it, yeah, as is, uh, Salvage Vanadis Armory. Mm-hmm. Um, Temujin contracts, fairly recent, Cypher's fairly recent, Rumor Mills, a bit older, Aaron Moran, Aaron Moran is, is fairly recent. Yeah. But those two, are, Blue Moose and, and Savage Land Disarmory, are, and the, are very, very new. And they're banned. And they're banned. Like, you can't use them at all. Yeah, I played three games with Blue Moose. Yeah. And it was amazing. It's the best economy engine in the game. Yeah. Now... Well, when we discussed this earlier, you, you made some very good points, and there's some very, very good reasons for banning those cards. They yes. are broken as fuck. Yeah. So, so Blue Moose, bit of card out out the heap yeah. for the rest of the game. You know, remove it from the game, gain two credits. Uh, if you get that early, it can easily get you forty credits. Yeah. Over the course of a game, you can almost power a win just with Blue Moose. This is on, and it, it's clickless for one click. I mean, it costs you four, so yeah. it only starts paying for itself after three turns. Well, nah. 
Yeah. yeah. Who, who cares? Um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's just... It's mad. It's mad. It's really, 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 really good. Um, but it concerns me that something so new has had to be banned because of that. Now... Why know, didn't they know how good it was? Yeah, I mean, I There's, know... I know, I know playtesting at this stage is so hard because there are so many cards you can interact with. But, but that went in every so deck. Obvious. That was that was three of in every deck because you can afford to put three of it in a deck. Yeah. Because if you draw a second one, you put it in the bin and sell it for two credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's just, just, you just make sure you get it early by putting lots of yeah. them in. Yeah. Now, it, it could just be that... You know, you were, if you're working on developing these cards, you're going to get blind to some of these things. I can understand mm. that. But it just seems so obvious that that card is broken yeah. that it shouldn't have been released in the so, first place oh. so you've just spent money on buying a card or three sets of cards now yeah alright in comparison to something like Magic the Gathering where you still you got spend the 50 other quid on, cards, yeah. on buying enough uh, buying all these cards to get a Black Lotus which then gets banned and you can never yeah, use yeah, it yeah. again yeah it's not as costly but you've still got a whole selection of cards you now can't use yeah yeah it's, Blue Moose is the kind of thing if you were like Amming and ring on a data pack, or you were like, yeah. oh, I haven't bought any of the, I haven't bought any of the Mars cycle yet. Yeah. Um, I'll go for buy that one because it's got Blue Moose in it, and you'll use it in every deck. Yeah. yeah. It, it just concerns me about forward planning. It makes me think of um, another card that's on this list, Cipher. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon Stone, previously designer, yeah. uh, said. At one point in an interview, that there was one card in the cycle that Cipher came out in that they people above went above his head and changed and made better to make it. Oh, must buy. We want to buy this. We want to get this card. We want to use it. They kind of sexed the card up, and he yeah. didn't like it. Yeah. And I think it was Cipher. Right. Uh, and I say I think it's a Cipher. The the community has kind of decided it's Cipher, and, and yeah. that's a that's a thing because it was. By far and away the standout card, and it's you know it's it doesn't maybe it doesn't even need banning now because there's no yog, mm-hmm. there's no parasite, yeah. There's it, reducing an ice's strength to zero isn't as bad as it was, but you know it can still have bad effects, and yeah, yeah. because you can use it in conjunction with say cut the reruns to destroy ice, mm-hmm. um, things like that. So yeah. um, you can use it with AIs that are at zero, yeah. And things like that. So, yeah, okay, I can kind of see why, why it's yeah. on there. It makes me think that Blue Moose may have been another card that someone sexed up. Maybe it was yeah. one credit, and they decided to make it two. Yeah, and double it. We're not selling enough of Mars Cycle. This one will make everybody buy it. That seems really yeah. cynical, but it might happen. It's it might just be. Before. Yeah, it might have just been a an oversight. It might be a yeah. Weird yeah, thing. these mistakes happen, and. As you put it quite well the other day, at least they're owning up to it and going, no, this this has happened, this needs to go away. Yeah, I, I think trying to scuff around like a cat in a litter tray, trying to cover up your dirty mistakes, is sometimes not as good as getting the shovel out and just getting the shit out of there yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I think it's probably better. And that's what I think Vanadis, uh, Salvage Vanadis Armoury... Which, on first reading, I was like, this card is a giant pile of ass. Mm-hmm. Um, if you take damage then you can trash some of the corpse cards equal to the amount of damage that you took um, it's like okay that's you're not going to take a lot of damage 
you know it's something that costs nothing to install we can have one out at a time we trash it for free Corp trashes the top X cards of R&D. X is the amount of damage you have suffered this turn. Use this ability immediately after having taken damage. Mm -hmm. And then someone came up with a deck that punched itself repeatedly in the face after drawing its entire deck via bookmarks and similar and things like mm -hmm. that. It's a whole. There's a whole thing. You can go out and find the deck if you look for it. Yeah. Uh, it's called Take the Corpse Deck and Throw It Into the Trash. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Does what it says in tin. Um, and made people want to never play Netrunner again. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we talked about like the death of lots of the negative play experience stuff and how this kind of reboot of Netrunner is really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And then this came along and then the ban list came along and killed it in the face. Yeah. Um, They've done the right thing with it. But... Yeah. Maybe, maybe think more Is that releasing. the one? I think actually it... I think... The other one may be even worse. <laughs> Just trying to find it. Um, I think the thing was like 108... Um, 108 damage? Mm. 108 milled cards, sorry. That's double some decks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, double... The average net on a deck is 49 cards from yeah. So it, it's, it was ridiculous. And it could do it consistently in like seven or eight turns. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, definitely fuck that. So, yeah, that's a, that's a thing that happened. So I, I, that, that just needed to die. I think yep. that was something they hadn't considered that people just managed to break. But there's some, like Temujin contract, it's really, really good. Is it so good it needs to go away forever? Mm, no. I suppose it maybe made gameplay bland. Maybe that was the decision behind it. You stick it on something that is probably never going to go away or whatever, and then just run that for a turn, gets loads of money, and then cool, they done. Yeah. It slows the game I down. I quite liked it as a thing that was kind of maybe fighting a bit against asset spam, because when you asset spam, you've got lots of unprotected things. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, if you played very tight, you could ice archives, ice your scoring server, and be like, well, your Temujin contracts are going to cost you to get. Yeah. I have seen something... Joe does because we talked about Joe before he's a very good player he will and I copied him so I do this as well but I saw him do it first I'm sure lots of other people do it but yeah, just yeah. as an example um, he will go right I'm trying to I'm going to win by getting loads of cards out of R&D using things so I'll just put it on R&D because at least I get kind of a rebate on what I'm paying to get into R&D yeah um, yeah yeah so Whereas my brain was always like, put it on the undefended thing or put it on archives, it's like that. No, just put it where you want to go if yeah. they do ice up. But um, it's a lot, I suppose it's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And it combos with other things. That, I mean, Temujin contract, you could in theory, could you, could you Temujin contract a. Could you install a bank job and then dirty laundry a Temujin contracted server? <laughs> I can't think of a reason why not, but it is You're late. You're accessing the server. You you don't access. It's instead of accessing. It's when you you get Temujin money when you are successful. Wait, does, or does it? I thought it's instead of accessing whenever you make a successful run no, so oh, Temujin still works run, when you're yeah. successful okay, yeah. bank job is instead of accessing yeah. gain 8 credits yeah. um, and then dirty laundry is uh, when the run ends yeah 
So you'd spend yeah. three three credits, you'd gain back four, eight, twelve, yeah, um, thirteen. Yeah, you could all talk to. I mean, that that yeah. could be maybe not Temujin contracts fault on its own. No, possibly Dunno. not. But yeah, maybe that's a thing so, in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't know, but it makes it kind of makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's the thing. Cool. Yeah. Um, Cypher, as I said, I'm not sure it's actually as good as all that now. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't really have a combo with anything, but it's still quite good. Um, Faust has been on the most wanted list since the beginning. Yeah. Rumor Mill has been the most wanted list sort of staple. Um, I think Rumor Mill is just that a little bit too good. Yeah. And I think Faust is abusable mm-hmm. um, you know bookmarking and things like that yeah and, and big hyper runs of, of stuff I mean Faust is a really odd one because it turns what's always credits for everything else into cards yeah There's, it's a very odd case and I don't, I don't think it was maybe a successful experiment no no a, a, a Ron Maron Aaron Maron yep AM I'm glad to see the back of him simply because one of my favourite things to do is to murder the runner mm-hmm. I really like Argus and when you steal an agenda against Argus you take a tag or some, some damage yeah. with Aaron Aron Moron you take the tag and then immediately clear it for a counter and have a spare counter yeah. Uh, he does too much. He yeah. remove a tag like, and, and draw a card. a card for one counter, and you get two for every. We'll talk about steal. Jackson Howard, mm-hmm. where he does two things: he lets you draw and he lets you hide agendas. Yeah, I think you're losing, you're losing stuff that does two things at once. Yeah, and he only costs two credits and two influences. I've seen him all all over the place. He's he gets about. Yeah. 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 Dirt. So it, again, it makes sense. It just sad that something so new. Again, yeah, I mean, he's not as new as. No, no, no. Blue, Blue Moose and, and Vanadis. I think it's. A lot of the stuff that people complain about as being, like, massively broken and, and wrong. I suppose a lot of the really early stuff that was core or the first mm. two cycles had cycled out. Yeah. This is kind of cleaning up the rest of the pool, but I think a lot of the really bad stuff bad inverted commas mm. it's kind of been dealt with with other cards yeah but maybe you shouldn't have to I don't know yeah um, so yeah you're kind of mixed on this aren't you the newness of it I think we might be seeing <sighs> something where because you're changing to a different system mm-hmm. you have to go this is what the system yeah yeah is yeah if you're like, well, we could keep we could keep Blue Moose, but then we're probably going to ban it in the next one. That's after Worlds. They'd probably want to sell a Worlds deck with no banned cards in. Yeah. That's a deck in and of itself that people can pick up. Yeah. Um, as we talked about again in the last episode. Yeah. So I think doing all the changes now and pulling, pulling the tooth out. It, it, it's been like, makes, it's done. Yeah. Everything is done. 
let, let, let's go on. Yeah, let's don't get on with things yet. Yeah, the restricted list then mm-hmm. for runners is Aesop's Pawn Shop, mm-hmm. Fun to Say as well as To Do, Clone Chip, mm-hmm. Employee Strike, Film Critic, Gang Sign, Inversificator, Levy AR Lab Access, mm-hmm. and Magnum Opus. Six Shaper cards. <laughs> yeah, and half my bloody Adam deck. Half your bloody Adam deck. <laughs> uh, one neutral, one criminal. As opposed to the four Anarch cards on the removed list. And we talked last episode again about how Anarch got punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 very much leaning on Shaper not combining all the layers of their bullshit together at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, so something like... If you're trying to mill your opponent out of the court by causing lots of bits of damage, doing Jinteki, PE, Death by a Thousand Cuts, Film Critic kind of screws you over, as does Levy. Yeah. So you can't have both. You can either keep the Levy back and use it, or you can tuck the agendas away. You can't do both of them. You can Film Critic the agendas away to stop me doing a bit... Or you can find an employee strike to turn off my ability you can click for two credits or you can sell installed things to ESOP. You can't do both. Because mm. otherwise you could click for two credits four times and sell something and gain 11 credits for doing nothing. Yeah. Which is almost three times what you should be able to do if you just sat and clicked once for credits. Yeah. Um, which is your, your Magnum Opus and your ESOP's interaction. Mm-hmm. Um you can build up loads of money to break subroutines or to break ice, but you can't also piss around and, and make servers really easy to run on with Inversificator. Yeah. So I can kind of see the some of the choices so. they're trying to force you to make. Yeah. Um, gang sign is interesting. Mm. I think gang sign. What's it working with? Gang sign and film critic. There you go. Yeah. Because you install three gang signs, and then if you hit an agenda, you just film critic it, and you know you, you can film critic that Opercart protocol. You can film critic that thing that's going to damage you in whatever it is. Um, film critic turns off hunter seeker, which is becoming quite a common card to see yeah. around and about. Yeah. So you can kind of. You can do some bits, but not all of it. Yeah. I think it's interesting that Aesop's Pawn Shop is a... And Levy and Magnum? Mm. Is this Levy Core? No, it's not. No. Um, It's Creation and Control. So it is box set. Um, Yeah, but um, Magnum Opus and Aesop's Pawn Shop are... And Shutter. I don't think Aesop's was core. Aesop's is core, yeah. Yeah. Aesop's even... Oh yeah, of course he is. Yeah, because you because he was one. It, it was one that you only got one of. Yeah. In thing, yeah. Um, so there's two core cards on the restricted list. Mm. So in in theory, the restricted the core decks aren't allowed to be played. The core decks aren't MWL compatible. Yeah. Again, feels no one cares when they're just playing core. No, which is fair enough, but. But you, if it feels a little bit like an oversight again, it's a little bit weird. That yeah. yeah, that's a bit strange. I mean, like you said, there probably has been a thought process behind it because you play in yeah. a full deck, you're not going to take that on to play competitively. Yeah, and you're not chaining in any of these other cards. Is it? Yeah. Is it 
having Aesop. I think actually Aesop's and Opus together is probably one of the problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're struggling to afford to install a particular break or anything. Yeah. Cool. So you you make an Opus up until your last turn, then then sell it off with Aesop. So you've got the memory slots available, and then you've yeah. got the money and the memory to install your new icebreaker. Yeah. That's what you used to do with the core shaper deck. If you had them yeah. both and you need money and space. There you go. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong, it's not the most broken thing in the game ever. It's not going to completely yeah. change the format of the game, but it was a bit cheeky. But it's weird that, yes, we want to keep these cards, but no, you're not allowed to play them together. Yeah. Yeah. Why not just remove <coughs> one of them from the thing and? Have and this is maybe different. this is maybe where my lack of being on the cutting edge. I try to keep up. Yeah. Um, so again, if there's anything that's really gross that seems you're like shouting at your earphones <laughs> right now, going, "Why haven't you seen that?" Let, let us know. Cause, yeah. Because yeah. we need to know. Um, well, you know, like run the last click when we listen next week, it'll, they'll tell us. But yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, for us, as, as at sort of the level that we are, it makes shapers slightly confusing. <laughs> yeah, um, my my old smoke deck needs would need tweaking, mm. but actually only because of film critic and levy. Which is not so bad. Yeah. yeah. Now here's an interesting thing. Then, so that's the restricted lists mm-hmm. and the removed list for both sides. We were again talking with Joe. He he took him a while to get this but but I was with him I was with him um, you know I miss him I'll just talk about him a little bit but communicate through Ouija boards is it difficult gives, it starts to give you the restricted list now gives you information so for instance if you steal a global food mm-hmm. you know that that Jinteki list doesn't have an Obercarta protocol mm. if your opponent installs Magnum Opus they cannot have a levy so you can grind them out if your opponent uh, film critics an agenda away from you, you know that they're not going to employee strike you and your ID will work for the rest of the game. Yeah. If you see a gang sign, you know, etc., etc. Yeah. If your opponent installs Estelle Moon, well, you know you're not going to hit a Fairchild 3. Yeah. on that server over there and if that's the ice that you're really scared of because they've got six credits left and you're thinking actually it's the, probably the best six credit ice that HB can, would use um, mm. you could run it with a much safer yeah feeling much safer yeah, that's a bit yeah so is that good or bad I mean it's adding an extra level of, of knowledge to the game that didn't exist <sighs> You now, to be a top, top player, do you now need to know this list by heart? Well, there's not many cards to memorise. You'd memorise those combos more than you would yeah. those individual cards. So, you know, you'd be Well, looking... this is the thing, but you're, they're going to be hard to remember because you're not going to see them played anymore. Yeah, that's true. And how much of an advantage it would give, I don't know, because you, you are going to have... 40 to 60 other cards to consider. It's not just that one card made the game. Because if it, if it was a game where those one, one two, sixty three card, cards... Who are you playing? Oh, Jamie. Jamie has 60 card decks. Yeah, yeah. He's mad. Um, 
I, I think I did with Adam as well, but it's only because I could hold 20 of them in my hand at one time. Um, you kept dropping them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it didn't matter, because that's because I kept getting meat damage. That's why we used to call you the Tramper. Was it? I thought it was yeah. just because of my flatulence. Yeah, you kept farting them out of your hands. <laughs> 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 Again, don't yeah. give me... I need every advantage I can get. Yeah. Um, <laughs> concede! <laughs> Please don't shit yourself at my tape. <laughs> um... Yeah, how much of an advantage it's going to give, I don't know, but it is going to give an advantage if you can memorise those things. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. I don't know whether that's a good thing or not. I mean, when you play someone, yeah, do you do you count their influence as they play cards that cost influence? No, because a good player could. Um, recently, I feel I've started to be able to go when someone plays a card and go, oh that's an influence thing that must mean that that's what they've built their deck around mm. and that tends to work yeah but that's taken me a year of playing to kind of hit that kind of knowledge yeah. of going oh maybe some people tweak that really quick maybe i'm being slow but <laughs> you know yeah. there is there was an element of it before yeah yeah you know sit there going oh, i really hope they don't play another one of these well if you've been counting going no, they've used all their influence already. They can't have another one. Mm. That can that can be an advantage. So I don't think that's game breaking. No, I don't, no, you mentioned it and it's worried me. And now I'm thinking about it more. I'm thinking no, I think it just if you're clever, yeah, it gives you an advantage. Well, I say clever. You've got a good memory. It gives you an advantage, but it won't necessarily win you the game. No. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. But it's an interesting angle I hadn't thought of with because it's a lot more limited yeah. than that influence list was. It's a lot less confusing. It's a lot easier for yeah. So that, that was going to be my it. final thing: is do you prefer this to the old way? Uh, I yeah. don't know. Uh, it's the, old, the old way was massively convoluted in some respects. Trying to keep up to date with when, when we were they, starting to get to the idea of maybe there'd be. Like tier one, tier two, tier three, and maybe even a tier four on top. Yeah. Going, how much influence is this card worth? Yeah. Now, is I mean, I use Net yeah, Netrunner database stuff made that a cinch, so it wasn't anything I ever worried about because somebody had designed a website away from Fantasy Flight to actually yeah. sort that out. So if you were just looking at it from Fantasy from if you only had Fantasy Flight information, that system was overly convoluted. Too yeah. confusing. Well, we talked about this as the list of cards that are rotating and not rotating yeah. is really hard to get your head around unless you just use the net, the community resources. Yes, yeah. Um, and then it's really easy. Yeah. However, uh, banning cards and stuff like that, I don't know. There seems to be like some people that find the idea of banning cards just like... It's being wrong it's in too, some way. It's too symbolic of the sort of thing that started happening with Magic the Gathering. Yeah, I mean... We're oh, not... these cards are broken, let's ban them. Oh, we can't keep on top of this. Right, let's quick just cycle everything out every three months because that's easier to start cycling yeah. out. I don't think that's actually going to happen with this, but it's, no, it's symbolic no. of that attitude and I can see why people that would concern people. Yes, yeah. Banning things implies that you haven't thought about how these cards interact very well. Yeah. 
it implies that you're willing to get rid of something somebody's invested money in in a system that has been set up for you to go I know what I want I'm spending yeah. my money on those things yeah I'm hoping that this list isn't going to change much yeah that's where my concern comes um, in I'm hoping what, what this is a case of is like we've kind of reached the end of Netrunner 1 yeah and we've now got core second box we've got most wanted two we've got rotation the biggest you know big rotation mm-hmm. and we're now playing netrunner 2 and this is just part of that process of setting up netrunner 2 yeah we've had five years of netrunner this is now what netrunner is this is just tidying up those last few bits that are stopping us from having the netrunner we want yeah and now if we have the netrunner we want now we're designing with that in mind there'll be less need for like you know we don't want a restricted list with 47 cards on it mm-hmm. we don't want a re- uh, removed list with loads of cards on it yes. I mean there's no reason why some of these cards can't come off of lists move yeah. from one box to the other um, so you know don't don't set fire to your sensing actors unions no because they might come back they're just currently yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly uh, it's where they are at the moment with the state of the game the way it is yeah um, but I think there's there's over a thousand cards in this game now yeah there is yeah. I, I, I don't envy the people who have to play test this game no, no because it's impossible but it's that thing that you get with computer games where they play test and, and fix bugs and they do everything they can yeah. with their team of 100 people and those 100 people all put in 40 hours so they've they've got 40,000 hours yes numbers yeah. <laughs> uh, they've got 40,000 hours 4,000 hours they they spend a fuckload of time. Yeah, yeah. You then sell the game. It sell, sells a million copies. If all those peop- million people play it for an hour, that's a million hours of where stuff can go wrong. Yeah. And that's what happens with a game like Netrunner is that you release it to the wider community, and there's so many people playing the game, and they they find a way. Yeah. Because like the Vanadis Armory, punch yourself in the in the face and mill the corp deck. Yeah. I wish the person who'd invented it just didn't tell anyone. Yeah, yeah, because it just just ruined. But if they didn't tell tell people, somebody else would have done eventually. Yeah. And there's always those people that enjoy the systems of a game. Yeah, yeah. I like Netrunner. I like its systems, but I like Netrunner for the face to face interaction. So the fairer the game, the more the more quality that interaction will be for me. Yeah. Therefore, actually, I like stuff like this. If the list was a pile of shit and was doing all sorts of weird things and I didn't understand it and it was, you know, all the wrong cards, then that's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as it stands, I think it's, it's alright. It's right. Yeah, yeah. As long as they don't mess with it too much in the future, it should be good. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Excellent. So, please let us know what you think. If you disagree, tell us, please, and we'll have a chat. Yeah. You know, civilised conversation. You might be able to change our minds. Yeah. You might be able to change yours. So, yeah, for me, I'm quite happy with this. I keep saying it. I'm going to say it one last time. I wish they'd kind of found a way of getting the three big bits of news out in a better way. Yeah. 
especially without the long period of silence that they had before that mm-hmm. kind of caused people to sort of panic. I mean, you had seen lots of Netrunner is dead. Yeah. Um, I saw lots of people saying, you know, what the fuck is going on with the game? It's a, it's a mess. Um, why are they banning cards that have just come out? Why do they not know what they're doing? The game can't be in safe hands. This new designer must be mad. It's kind of, now it's done. Yeah. Let it breathe. And I'm actually feeling really positive about playing Netrunner again. I'm seeing more variety in the decks I'm encountering. I'm feeling there's more space to kind of explore because you don't just go, oh, what if I get agenda flooded? I'll just take Jackson. Cool. Boom. Yeah. In fact, you just take Jackson and don't even think about agenda flood in the old days, did you? You just took him because that's what you did. Yep. Um, And it just became second nature. Yeah. Um, Taking away some of the easy solutions and making Netrunner... A trickier game, yeah. I think could be a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, I still think that there's there's some nasty stuff out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and people always find something that bends the rules to the point of snapping. But I don't know. It feels like I feel now that I could build a deck in any faction that I'd like to play, hmm. apart from the mini factions. I don't like the mini faction runners. I don't think they're any good. I don't. Yeah. Nah. I really want to like them. Yeah, yeah, um, same. I mean, I've been playing Adam, and I can't honestly say he's that great. I think Adam got punched in the face as we talked about in the rotation podcast. Yeah, that losing E three feedback just makes it difficult. Not impossible. I think you have to take away the. Is it always be running? Yeah, yeah. yeah it just it means. No, yeah, and which is sad because it just means one of his directives is gone, and that's one of the key features. And... Yeah, but that's what yeah. we should have named this podcast: Key Features. Always be running. Yeah, there you go. We finally named it. Just a critical threats now. Never mind. Um, yeah, yeah. Closing arguments. Netrunner no, no, good. Other games bad. <laughs> Other games good. Play anything else? Good. Yeah, we'll just kind of meander off for a couple <laughs> yeah. of minutes. No, not really. No, we've not really played much games. No. no, I mean I've played some video games I've enjoyed recently, but yeah, we'll probably talk about that at some point. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to hear us talk about other things that aren't Netrunner, uh, you can subscribe. Otherwise, in about a month's time, we'll talk about Netrunner. We'll probably talk about Charity Gift. Yeah. Because that's coming up soon. We went last year, had a great time. We just need to procure ourselves some auctioned IDs. Yeah. That's that's probably what's next. Yeah. Um, and then our friendly local gaming store, store has a tournament. We'll probably talk about that. We'll keep playing games and saying what we think. See if our predictions about diverse metas and such like will come true or not. Mm. Um, and that could be interesting but otherwise we're going to talk about tabletop board games we're going to talk about video games we're going to talk about tabletop role playing games we're going to unbox all of the many many things that I bought on Kickstarter in the last year that are due to arrive anytime soon (laughs) Um, so you know you can see our smiling faces as we open up toys that's always good Uh, and I'll probably sit alone in my spare room playing some indie games and talking to myself hoping that someone's listening so there's loads of stuff coming up Uh, so if you like it let's leave a like if you want to see some more stuff please subscribe because it really does make my day anytime I see that our subscriber numbers have gone up because <laughs> they are small enough for us to notice yeah sometimes it tells us that you subscribed and we know who you are <laughs> then we come round your house and while you're sleeping we break into your computer
your family with a picture of Aaron smiling but not a happy smile not a sad smile but a knowing smile and then we leave pausing only to lick your doorknobs on the way out so that when you try to leave bits of us leave with you until next time goodbye I mean I'm, I'm subscribing for my own channel